Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, welcome to this edition of the Coach House Beacons. My name's Jamie, if you don't know who this lovely voice is. I know, it's not that lovely, is it? But that's what God gave me, so you'll just have to listen to this one, won't you? Anyway, this beacon is called Deserve. No, not desserts, like a nice salty caramel ice cream or apple crumble or, I don't know, a chocolate eclair. Nope, this is called Deserve. Now, this last weekend, I had the absolute pleasure of going to see Noah, the eldest of our boys, by a minute, of course, play in the Titherington Juniors 5 vs 5 festival. Noah and his teammates, ably managed by Mark, Chris and Cookie, managed to get to the semi-finals. There they had a very comfortable win with Noah bagging four, hashtag proud dad, and then onto the final they went. Now the final was a tough game, but after a bit of toing and froing, Noah managed his best Bruno Fernandes impression and managed to feed a pass to Harry, who scored a great goal. And you know what? That made Marple Athletic Reds the winners of the Tiddy Fivers Cup 2021. Fantastic. And it was a fantastic morning. Parents, kids, coaches, all pulling together for the one aim to win the cup. Now, what's this got to do with deserve? Well, let me tell you. On the way home, I'd said to Noah he could have a treat lunch. So when we got home to pick up Becca and Eli, Noah piped up, we're having a treat lunch because I deserve it. Now, you can imagine our response. You know, no, mate, you don't deserve it. You've earned it, but you don't deserve it. And this got me thinking. We don't really deserve what God does for us. We really don't. We spend all of our lives doing things wrong, always not getting it right. But still, God says here, have eternal life. I sent my son Jesus to die for you. He now bridges the gap. He stands in the way and died for all the wrong things you've done. Isn't that amazing? It really is. But we have to be repentant. We have to say sorry and look to step forward to a more right way of living. So, with that in mind, let's take a quick look at the two thieves that were crucified alongside Jesus there in a place called Golgotha. Translated literally means place of the skull. So there are these two men being strapped to crosses, just like Jesus. Thief number one is totally unrepentant and hurled insults at Jesus. Aren't you the Messiah? You should be saving yourself. Come on, big boy, show us what you've got. I mean, totally unrepentant. He hangs there alongside Jesus and goes at him. The Bible doesn't really go much further into this, but you can imagine this bloke basically giving Jesus both barrels, hurling abuse, a torrent of bad language, and more besides. This guy really has no idea who he's talking to. Now on the flip side, there's thief number two, and he is a little different. He asks, don't you fear God, since you are under the same sentence as us? We're being punished justly, and we are getting what we deserve, but you've done nothing wrong. This guy can totally see justice. He sees the right from wrong, the good and the bad. My view is that he sees Jesus and realises he really is the Son of God. 
and he's asking Jesus to remember him when Jesus returns to heaven. And Jesus responds with this simple but powerful statement. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. There it is. Simple, powerful. This thief deserves death, but Jesus gives him life. You know, God does not treat us as we deserve. We have all fallen short, we have all done things wrong, but God still gives us life. We deserve death, we really do. Let's not walk on eggshells anymore, we deserve it. We deserve to burn in the fiery pits for the rest of eternity. When was the last time someone said to you, you deserve better? Or when did you last think, I don't deserve this? These are common statements in today's culture. We're told by the media and by society that we're entitled to certain outcomes and we're easily convinced for this belief runs in our blood. At the root of everything from our private discontentment and grumbling to our public complaints, there's a sense that we're good and deserving and can judge our circumstances rightly. But we aren't. And we can't. Because sin has corrupted everything. We're naturally blind to a right estimation of ourselves. And our sense of justice is properly screwed. Which means we don't actually want what we deserve. We will see that we have far more than we deserve. But only when we grasp the undeservedness of the gospel. And we will only look at ourselves and our world rightly through God's lens when we respond to his kindness towards in Christ. When we don't acknowledge God's overwhelming holiness and our indebtedness to him as his creation, when we rebel and sin against him, or when we hate his way and desire our own, we offend God and we become blinded from seeing what we truly deserve for our sin. So what does our offensive sinfulness permit before God? His right and just anger. In Romans 1.18 it says this, But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. You see, when we push back the truth by worshipping anything but God, I mean even ourselves, we receive what our heathen worship deserves. This feels harsh to us, but is it? If the weight of the offence directly relates to the offended party, then shouldn't the response also correspond? What we actually deserve is to be judged for our sin. We're entitled to nothing else. If we want to call God's judgment for sin undeserved, then what we, should we call his gospel? Isn't the good news that God's perfectly holy son bore God's wrath in our place completely unmerited? Isn't the gift of his righteousness in exchange for our sin just that, a gift? Well, the answer to that is yes. And let's praise God for it. In Jesus, we're given what we do not deserve. So we'll never get what we do deserve apart from him. 1 John 4.10 says this, This is real love. Not that we loved God, but the, he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, 
so that we could be made right with God through Christ. And finally, 1 John 3 verse 1. See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. Let's just read that again. I really want you to take this on board. See how very much our Father loves us. He calls us his children, and that is what we are. Wow. So what should our response be? What should it be? Well, now as new creations, as we gaze upon God's glory in the gospel, he renews our minds. Suddenly, the circumstances our flesh wanted to grumble and complain about are put in their proper place. And then when we're able to thank God with grateful hearts for all he's done and provided in his son. Suddenly, our desire to share this undeserved good news with others heightens as we hold out this amazing gift we've been granted by faith in Christ. Or, suddenly, we're compelled to give ourselves for the one who gave himself for us, even when the giving is costly, even when it means being misunderstood. We deserve nothing but we've been given everything what great good news romans 8:32 since he did not spare even his own son but gave him up for us all won't he also give us everything else we don't get what we deserve hallelujah Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.